No one knows the future and we're not pretending That in a single weekend we can guess this year's ending When you listen next week only, an hour's gone by Don't know if we can do it but we're gonna try We're stuck in the past, you keep moving on We'll be talking 2024 all year long We're stuck in the past, you keep moving on We'll be talking 2024 all year long. Hello, welcome to Talkin' 2024 with Noah and Jim. It's 10 a.m. on Black Friday. This is episode 3 of 53 that we are recording back-to-back, bringing you a weekly forecast that's timely and untimely. Like an HBO series whose sex and violence are off the charts. Or a drama that competes in the comedy category and sweeps the acting awards. That's right, we're talking January 14th through January 20th, 2024, with our guest of the hour, Ralph Andracchio. The 75th annual Primetime Emmy Awards are scheduled for this week. Yay? I'm your host on this journey through time, Noah Max Levine, and here with me is your co-host for winter, Jim O'Donnell. Hello, how are you, Noah? Good. You know, we've done two. This is number three. It's still very early, but mm. I'm having a good time. Yeah, I am also in the same mindset that I have been for the first two, so let's hope that that doesn't change. <laughs> That's awesome. <Wow>. Do we <laughs> do we have any birthdays this week, Jim? Yes. This week, we wish happy birthday to Neil Barnum, uh, Dave Grohl, Uda Hagen, Skrillex, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda, Jason Siegel, and Estelle. Those are some assortments of names. <laughs> Happy birthday, everyone. All right. That's a good group of people there that were born this week. You know, sometimes the birthdays are not that good. I think I have a good birthday. When's your birthday? December 8th. Terry Hatcher, Ian Somerhalder, Jim Morrison, uh, Sinead O'Connor. A lot of good, good people were My- born on December 8th. There's one, and I and I won't say it out loud because it's later on, but there were two people born on the same day with the same last name, and I thought it was so funny. Really? Two guests? No, two just random people oh, random off of people. Wikipedia. Oh. They're, they're not people anyone has heard of, but they, they will be wished happy birthday not in a related? later episode. No, they're not related. Really? I had there were two really girls funny. in my high school class that had the exact same birthday, the exact same last name, and they looked nothing alike and everyone was like yeah of course they're not twins they were fraternal twins they were not really no they were no way family exact same spelling of last name too and it was a common last name that could have different spellings oh nope. like exactly Smith? same i'm not gonna say it uh oh. it was easy to find them but oh okay yeah shall we meet our guest <laughs> <laughs> ralph Andracchio is a veteran improviser and instructor performer producer director coach podcast host video game enthusiast as well He is the co-host of Cookbook Obscura, a podcast with Aubrey Williams and Shannon DeVito, where they cook weird things from obscure cookbooks and make a guest also cook them and eat them. Yes. But we eat the food, not the guest. (laughs) (laughs) Your fun fact is specific to this week, which is on January 20th. It is your 23-year anniversary. 23rd anniversary. Please kill me. Welcome, Ralph. Hi. Why do people do that? I love that. Like, people have been together so long, they're like, oh, I hate this person. Can't stand this person. Then leave. Why are you there? <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Tom. Yeah. I do it as a joke, but it's just kind of like, I do it because every I've grown up seeing that. It's such a straight person. You know what I mean? It is. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're known for being like, oh, my spouse. Am uh, I right? Uh. <laughs> this piece of shit. <laughs> Can I curse? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I will. The children upstairs won't hear you. Don't worry. Are we putting hexes on people? Oh, yeah, we can. Yeah. I didn't bring any candles. <laughs> I think I have some cloves with me, though. 
who do, who do we want to curse this week? Oh. That's a question I should have put on, but I try not to be I try not to be negative. Don't, you don't have to be negative. It could be a positive hex, I think. Oh. Is, is, I thought part positive. of it was that it was a bad thing. I think he- I thought hex is just like a, a neutral term. You mean like more money than you know what to do with? <laughs> <laughs> You're drowning in money. You'll be cursed with good looks. <laughs> These are both monkey paws that I think could go very wrong, both right? of you. Yeah, that's true. We always have to think about the consequences. So we're excited to talk to you about your anniversary, maybe oh the Emmy gosh. Awards. We, yes. we don't have enough time, honestly, but, you know. How we'll much do time do we have? Uh, well, we've got like Four minutes? 35 minutes left. Oh, 35. Okay. Well, no, we can cram a lot in there. But before we do that, we just want to get to know you and how you move through the year. How I move through the year? Yeah. Are, yeah. The future, the 24, 24? I mean, yeah. just, just okay. in general, uh, are you a planner? Like, how do you, how do you do your, how do you do your time? I'm not, and that's what pisses my partner off the most. I'm kind of the fly by the seat of my pants guy. Like, yeah. we're currently planning a trip to Rome that's going to happen next month. So, oh. like, in less than three weeks. Before and this before it this, will already this have we have already gone maybe <laughs> but i'm like oh we'll just let's sit down and figure out some places to go and we'll do it he's spreadsheet guy he needs everything in a cell or else it doesn't happen so we're total polar opposites that way do you think that's good balance though i think so okay because i think he drags me to the side of like no we need to sit down and actually at least uh, you know, cursorily plan a couple things so we're not just in Rome walking around aimlessly. But then I'm like, don't forget to have fun. Like, let's let's leave time so we can walk somewhere weird like we didn't plan on going and meet yeah. people and do stuff. So I think it's a nice balance. I think that's super important when you're traveling to stumble into things and to have times to enjoy things you Absolutely. didn't expect. I mean, it's a new country. We've, not, we've never been out of the country. This is going to oh, be our first really? time. Yeah. Same. And now you're really? Roman. Yeah. yeah. And now, right? <laughs> well, we are we are part Italian, so I do have family over there. Okay. He, yeah, so. Are you going to be they're visiting? way down south. Gotcha. Where we're from. So we're going to go and, like, try it out. Like, not, I mean, like, get used to it, get our sea legs, if you will. And yeah. then we'll go back again and do more stuff once we, like, learn the basics. What's interesting is. I feel like the way I travel is the way I put this podcast together, which is <laughs> kind of in between. Well, no, it's like having a list of things to do, but not planning them out. So like, yeah, we, we did a big trip to Japan last year. And it was like, these are all the right. places we could go and then just picking the next one. But like having right. done the research. So it's not like you're like, oh, no, I don't know what to do starting from scratch. But right. you're not like, okay, at 10, we're going to do this at two, because then you start to miss things that you've planned and you're stressed about getting places on time. And I don't like. And it's it's um, it's nice to do that because you, you just happen upon things that you would have never known before. And you're kind of robbing yourself of that, that enjoyment of the unexpected. You know, I, I like doing that. Our theme so far this morning has been embracing the unknown. See? Well, I mean, we're talking about something that hasn't happened yet. So yeah. you kind of have to. Yeah. Um, do you feel like that extends into your daily life? This kind of seat of your pantsing, which is a thing people say. <laughs> seat of your pantsing? Is yeah. that a thing now? Yes and no. I, I think I, I'm very much one foot in front of the other guy. So I'm... I'm, I know generally what I have to do over the course of a day, you know, and I, I hit the, I try to hit the, the big points, but then whatever happens along the way happens along the way kind of thing. Kind of like an improv a little bit, you know, like you kind of general, have a general, like I kind of think I'm going this way. Great. Look out for the big stuff, but also it's just one little step in front of the other. How far out are you able to plan? Big stuff. 
like as far out as necessary, like a year, you know, birthdays, trips, big trips, stuff like that. Generally, it's like I wake up, go to work, and then whatever kind of happens. We have a very simple life, very Amish in some ways. (laughs) Buttons. You don't have any buttons on at the moment. I don't have any buttons on. It's all elastic. (laughs) (laughs) Because this guy likes to eat. (laughs) What would be the furthest thing that you have planned out from today, though? Uh, Furthest thing planned out from today. Ooh, that's a good question. That's one Noah came up with and wrote down on the sheet of paper. That's no, Jim, you thought of it. <laughs> Credit, you're doing good. I honestly, that's a good question. I have we haven't even planned out our anniversary next, and that's like in the next month and a half. Yeah, but it's not like a, a oh. milestone one, so it's like eh, 23. Fine. Is this not for? Is the trip not for the no. Uh, anniversary? No. Oh. It's like we have the opportunity. Like things came together. I got a new job this year, so. I actually have yeah. money to live and do things and not just like paycheck to paycheck, right? <laughs> maybe you were cursed. I wa- Maybe I was positively hexed by somebody. <laughs> I still think it's a negative connotation. <laughs> <laughs> any, any witches in the audience, please correct me. We'll share my email address later on. <laughs> I'm happy to be corrected. Well, we, we've got to start talking about what's going on because there's a lot to talk about. Uh, but first, this. I have a segment that is mine. Ew, and I'm calling it... <laughs> Winter whimsy. So, <laughs> Ralph, yes. uh, for me, winter uh, evokes a feeling of whimsy with such as the um, things as like uh, snowy days and nice hot cup of cocoa. Is there anything within w- winter that makes you feel whimsical? That's a nice question. Uh, there, There is actually. This is a good segment. Congratulations. Yes. I do. I just like generally the the season of Christmas slash New Year's. I think for me, it has everything that you said, like the coziness and the snow and the, you know, I'm going to get under a blanket and drink some hot chocolate and like, but it's also like these, these nice little rituals that we all do. We decorate, we put up a tree, like some of us put up a tree, you know, presents. It just, even if you don't celebrate the holiday, I think generally everybody's mood is different. It's like, we're coming to the end of the year. It's cold. Everybody's like that kind of spirit holiday spirit is permeates everything and i think it just changes the world i think it's nice so i that's why i enjoy the winter this must be the only time of the year when we have two different ways to refer someone that is like not in the spirit of the season a scrooge or a grinch yeah like are there other times of the hmm. years when you can just be like oh you're not into flag day <laughs> You're you're the Blitzel, <laughs> you fluge. Uh, that, that's a good question. Yeah, well, yeah. heat miser. A what miser? Heat miser. <laughs> but there, the Christmas spirit is like such a thing that it being is. out of it is iconic. Yeah, yeah. And I think I I have to give people credit honestly for if you're a hard ass during the holidays and you hold on to that <laughs> that like negativity all through through to the new year good on you because that that's a lot that takes a lot of energy to hold on to your misguided beliefs everybody talks about how scrooge was an asshole on christmas but nobody talks about the 364 other days of a year when he was also an asshole he was, he was consistently an asshole he yeah. was a landlord i think right he, so was, he has to be he was a landlord <laughs> but also those two characters were redeemed in the end Scrooge and the Grinch oh, yeah. both have a redemption arc, and everybody loved them at the end. But how much did the Grinch have in medical bills after his heart grew, grew three, three sizes. sizes? Yeah, that's a lot of medication. Uh, yeah, he, he was bankrupted after that. <laughs> but the people of Whoville took them in, 
and he lived out his days in a Whoville hospice. A hospice? (laughs) (laughs) So uh, it's it's time to start talking about this week, the week of January 14th. Yes. Yeah. Where are we going to be at? What's going to be happening? What's the weather going to be? Probably a balmy 70 degrees, the way everything's going. (laughs) I'll be wearing shorts. Yeah. I wouldn't mind talking about the Emmys. I enjoy the Emmys. Yeah. Let's, we can talk about the Emmys. Let's, yeah. let's, let's do it. Well, I will, I will say it is the GOP Iowa caucus this week. Oh, the, this week. We're In January about. 15th. Oh, boy. That's yeah. a hard turn we, to the right. We talk. <laughs> it's, it's happening. I think there used to be the Democratic one, but it got moved because mm-hmm. they didn't want to start in Iowa. Did they start in Iowa or New Hampshire? They yeah the Democrats move something around because they don't want it to be like we always start our conventions in these really white states. Let's move it around a little bit. This is actually that sounds like Democrats. It sounds a, like Democrats. Yeah. This is a pretty good week with a lot going on. You all are lucky that this is this week I is am coming. Lucky, out. thank you. On January nineteenth, the Winter Youth Olympics will be starting in Gangwon, South Korea. Oh, nice. Oh, I just realized that. For this year, you should have uh, the Summer Olympics. That's right. Yeah, we do we? That is. It's something to look forward to this summer. Paris, London. Where is it? Uh, Paris. Paris. Yes, it is Paris. I don't think it counts as a spoiler to talk about something that's going to be happening in the that year everybody that everybody people... knows about. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be spoiler alert: Independence Day, July Fourth. It's coming. <laughs> I, uh... Another thing is there are like six Christian feast days on Wikipedia for every day of the year, and I mostly did not write them down. Although some of them are really interesting Christians sounding. Christians love their feast days. But on, or on January 14th, there's a, a celebration from medieval Christianity called Feast of the Ass. Oh, that's relating, every day for me. <laughs> relating to donkeys, I would say. Oh, okay. Mm, okay. Right. Not, not by a modern sense. I, growing up as a, I grew up Catholic and yeah. I went to a Catholic school. There was literally every other day was a feast day for yeah. something or other. Yeah. Like I was in church constantly. Did they actually like give you good food? On a no, feast day? No. Absolutely not. No. Catholics no. are not known for their Catholics food. are very, like, self-flagellating. We're very repentant constantly because we are we have a lot of things to uh, confess. Have you ever tried the Eucharist? I'm not allowed. I, 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 it's that sacrilege. I know, but just in case you, you, can you have found one. it. It's, yeah. it's just a wafer. It's, it's wafer. disgusting. It's horrible. And also, speaking of birthdays, I, my birthday is a feast day. My first day is... Yeah, I had to go to church on my birthday every Ooh. year. One of the reasons I left the church. What? What a <laughs> <Really>? present! <laughs> right. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday! Get in the car. We're going to <laughs> confess your sins. Oy oy oy! Yeah, that's what I say. Oy yeah. oy oy! oy. <laughs> I concur. There's a video game coming out this week. Ooh, which one? Prince of Persia: The Lost Crown. Ooh, I played Prince of Persia when it was like just came out on the PC. Ooh. So like the rotoscoped little guy like running and sliding. And that. Oh, I loved it. Also, I don't know if we've said this yet, but all of this has probably changed. Like, if this video game is not coming out, don't add us. You know, we, we're in November. We don't know. Video games do tend to miss their they get dates. Delayed. But constantly. It is also like eight weeks out at this point. Yeah. They should have they should have it together. Nail that down. Also, yeah. as someone who has had eight weeks left on a project and did not and still missed the uh, the date, anything could happen. <laughs> yeah. Anything goes. There's not a ton of movie releases, although uh, Sundance Film Festival is starting this week. Oh, that's nice. There's a film called Origin. Grappling with tremendous personal tragedy, writer Isabel Wilkerson sets herself on a path of global investigation and discovery as she writes, cast, the origins of our discontents. Oh, I don't. That's heavy. I copy pasted that, but I don't know that I understand. Yeah. Do we need that heavy, that heavy uh, premise in the beginning of the year? (laughs) 
Can we save that for like the spring? Yeah. That's a Sundance movie though. Oh, that's it true. It might be, yeah. I've, I've seen some Sundance movies where I was like, this is a little much, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Can be. My brother-in-law thought that Sundance was a genre of movies because he saw it at the top of movies all right. the time. And he was like, well, that's just a Sundance movie. That's what that genre is about. And a I was like, forgivable mistake. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel like Oscar is a genre of movie and it's not one I enjoy. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Have Do you not like the movies that are Oscar winners usually? Not the Oscar bait ones. I appreciate them and like the acting. I feel like they sacrifice everything else for the acting. Like the only purpose... Yeah, is I good. Would agree well, with that. cinematography as well. Like, yeah, there's there's good film, beautifully shot, good filmmaking there. in there. But I'm not having fun. <laughs> like, what's the what's the one that just won everything, everywhere, all at once? Right? That's oh the, no, beautiful movie. Right? I would call but, that the outlier. Yeah, that's not an Oscar bait film, though. I mean, I'm glad it got the recognition it did. A hundred percent. Yeah, and it's uh, funny because that year I was like, ooh. Tar is the one that should win, but also I really want <laughs> everything everywhere all at once yeah. to win. Yeah. And Tar is more what you're saying, which is acting over everything. Watching it feels like Tar, probably. <laughs> like you're in Tar is how it feels when you watch it. Like but you're I just also moving. think the movies that have staying power, like the ones that are memed over and over again and like people talk about over and over again, are the ones that have a good balance of what you're talking about. Like <laughs> yeah. Tar, not so much because it was like a it's very gone. heavy actor, you know, but. As soon as you started talking about Tar, the first thing that sprung to my mind was Devil Wears Prada, because she's another <laughs> like <same> iconic <laughs> actress who was like, she acted the shit out of that movie, but it had a balance of like, it's a fun movie, it's a good story, like, and people still meme the shit out of it. There's two other films coming out this week. One is an independent horror film called Founder's Day that I actually did an acting program with the person that made it. Really? And then there's a movie called Inside the Yellow Cocoon Shell, which is a Vietnamese language drama film. So I don't know that I'm necessarily going to the theater this week. I'm going to be honest. Inside the Yellow Cocoon Shell is the exact name of a movie that I would watch and enjoy a lot. Yeah, I didn't write down enough information to know whether or not I'd be into it. Yeah. So that's I actually think the, the longer the title of the movie, the more I want to watch yes. it. Yeah. Yes, long titles. Yeah. If yeah. you can cram a whole novel's worth of information into that title, yeah. I'm there. What's the band that does that? They famously do it. They're an early 2000s emo band. Uh, they they write Sins, Not Tragedies. Panic at the Disco? Yeah. Uh, Panic at the Disco. Yeah, they have uh, insanely long uh, titles, and that's what I always think. Fiona Apple did that once, too. Oh. One of her, I think her second album, maybe? When, it's called When the Pawn, and there's like an ellipsis, but actually the title of the album is like a whole diatribe. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think we've cleared the stage. Ralph, <laughs> you're the guest. Yes. What do you want to talk about first, your anniversary or the Emmy Awards? Emmys, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, good, because that's before uh, Ralph's anniversary right. on the list. It's, it's a few days before. <laughs> do you watch the Emmys every year? I do. I'm gay. I watch award shows. That's what we do. My mom's always texting me like before the Tonys are happening, and she's like, are you going to watch the Tony Awards? I never got into the Tonys. I watch award shows for things that I yeah. usually interact with. So movies, television, music. Of course. I, know, I don't really go to Broadway shows a lot, so, unfortunately. Sounds like um, you might not be as gay as you think, Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> I've been questioning myself. <laughs> yeah, since you're not watching the Tonys, which right. is considered the gayest of the right. uh, 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 events. Yeah. Right. You know, even <laughs> get that dick out of your hand and go see a Broadway <laughs> show, all right? Why not both? 
<laughs> Sorry, I didn't. I didn't mean to imply that you were a Lauren Boebert. <laughs> oh. Is this reference still topical yes, in January 14th? It should be. I'm gonna say that she's gonna do it again. Yeah. <laughs> I think once. that she's going to get tickets to the Emmys and do it once more. She's going to do it at the Emmys? Yeah. <laughs> once, twice, three times a lady. Uh, oh, man. God love her. I can't. No. I can't. Oh, I just, I need to say that because otherwise my head will explode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Emmys, yes. Good stuff happening. Do you know of any... Anybody that you would like to see nominated? Oh, well. oh gosh, we they're all list. flipping through their binders. We have the list of nominations. If only you could what see. Category? Really? Do what have... category do you want to talk about? Um. Oh, uh, best drama. So we have for outstanding drama series, we have Andor. Oh, yes. Better Call Saul. Okay. The Crown. Mm-hmm. House of the Dragon. Mm-hmm. The Last of Us. <gasps> Succession, <gasps> White Lotus, <gasps> and Yellow Jackets. Oh man, that's a, that's a seven-way tie for me. I don't me. think yeah. I've seen any of they're those. They're all amazing. Oh man, I've... see that's how you know they're doing good work. The, all those, all those shows, Andor, fucking phenomenal. The... I love Yellow Jackets. Yellow Jackets, outstanding. Yellow Jackets is about a group of. Oh, uh, were they soccer players? Mm-hmm. They soccer. Were, it sounded teenager, good. Yeah. Teenage yeah. girl. It was a girl soccer team. They yeah. cra- their uh, plane crashed in the woods. Hijinks ensue. Yeah, for like a year and a half or something like they that. They were out there for a little while, yeah. It's really great. I love watching it. I, yeah, it's amazing. I know these are good shows. I think it's unlikely that I would watch any of these. The things I'm most likely to watch would be Yellow Jackets, The Last of Us, and Andor. Not <sighs> in that order, necessarily. I, I'm actually surprised you haven't seen Last of Us. That seems right up your alley. Yeah, that's a video game adaptation. Yeah, neither of us has played the video game, neither me nor my fiancé, and we were just watching other things. We don't have HBO at the moment. Uh, Oh, okay. um, It's it's very, very good. Very good. And Pedro Pascal can do actually do no wrong. I believe it. Oh, God, that man. If if you're listening, Pedro... Again, I'll share my and, email address um, at the end of the episode. <laughs> this is the non-recurring segment, the Pedro Pascal fan <laughs> minute. Oh, man. With your host, yes. Ralph Andracchio. All right. Everybody gather around the radio. We're yes. going to talk about Pedro. You know Pedro Pascal's email address is just Pedro, Pedro. Pascal 1973 you, at gmail.com. He was born the same year I was. We're the same age. Oh, really? 75. Yeah. If, oh. uh, oh, the the year, not the age. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Watch it. <laughs> If Pedro Pascal had a cameo and you could pay him to say something to you, <laughs> I don't know if I can say that. Uh, I, I think it would just be like affirmations. Affirmations. Like, hey, yeah. you're good. You're strong. You're going to kill today. Yeah. 99% say affirmations and the, yeah. the other 1%, um, what's the opposite of affirmations? Him to Want like, to be destroyed. Yeah. Oh, oh. oh, him to talk nasty. Like that like, John Oliver bit he did. Where he said he wanted to be destroyed by Adam Driver, that sort of thing. Oh, yes. He did that for like two years. I have to be in the mood for that. (laughs) That's a very specific... I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility. I think it shows that you're you're in a good emotional place, not to judge other people. I'm emotionally verse, I think is what that is. Oh, good word. Thank you. (laughs) It's it's a common word in gay parlance. Yes. Is it? Verse. Um, Verse. Yes. uh, if you are above the age of 18, then you can research this on your own. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, something I didn't put in my intro because we haven't been, we're on a hiatus, but 
I also host a sex-positive show in Philly, Pornstash. Yes. Oh, which, yeah. Yes, with my friend Betty Smithsonian. We, we just won the Best Affiliate Award no, this year. No, really? Oh, my gosh. For Best Adult Fun. And you didn't, and you didn't I know I didn't. I can't believe it. Because we do the show so infrequently yeah. now. It is like the best public situation to watch porn in. Yeah. Um, hands down. Thank, yeah. Thank you. I, I remember going to it and being like, oh, that particular set of clips that you had used were a particularly tough to watch group of clips. Well, what was the theme for the night? I it was the last it was the last one you thought it was gonna be the oh, last, the last one, one ever. ever. Yeah, yeah, we had a farewell show. You had yeah. like twenty comedians there. Yeah, it was oh, a I lot. Oh, I didn't catch that one. Yeah. It yeah. was a lot. No, we came back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By popular demand. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, uh, a lot of a lot of parlance. I'm happy to inject any parlance that I can into the general vernacular. Yeah, I will say about porn stash, like, even if you don't think you'd be comfortable, like watching porn in public among a group of other people, you probably would be comfortable well, at yeah. this show because you and, and Betty and, and anyone you have on do such a good job of framing it and like, well, it's not just a lot of people have the misconception, like we're just watching one movie the whole way through. And it's like <laughs> Mystery Science Theater 3000, which is not. We show <laughs> clips and it's not about we're not just watching two people going at it. It's like so, a, a kink or a fetish or like something interesting that we can talk about afterwards. It's a lot more Tosh.0 than it, it is. is. <laughs> it is very Tosh.0. Uh, anyway, we got way off track. So do, yeah. you, do you think you're having an Emmy party this week? You're, are you going somewhere? Are you inviting people That's over? Are you alone? I think we should. Like, we usually, we try, we used to do Oscar parties way back in the day, which everybody did, but we kind of kind of got out of it. And I would like to do another one. I think it's nice to have, you know, it's kind of like football for the rest of us, yeah. you know, watching the game, see who wins. Do you make like the bets? Not like bet, but you know what I mean? <laughs> Not like putting down 20 bucks and being like, I bet I can. <laughs> We have we we actually do cockfighting while the show is going on, <laughs> so that's where all my attention is. No, we don't. It's just I, at the most, I think we would print out ballots like people do, and like that's what those, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah not, we would do that again, not putting money down. I couldn't, I, I couldn't think of the word ballots. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you went right for betting. Yeah, <laughs> but you got the concept. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Themed snacks and drinks. Oh man, uh, the Last of Us uh, stuffed mushrooms, of course. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um uh yellow jacket potatoes jacket potatoes is the oh, british term yeah. for baked the potatoes yukon gold potatoes we could do that yeah funny i saw yellow jackets and was like a bunch of bees <laughs> uh maybe a white lotus blooming onion Ooh, i don't know the lettuce crown is a crown a term for lettuce no it's a head of lettuce is a crown a term for some vegetable? Am I am I, I having think, a moment already? I think you're having a moment. I think you're right, and I can't think We're of what it is. A three. crown? To transition you out, uh, Survivor is for uh, Outstanding Reality Competition. And if anyone watches Survivor, they would know that the pizza is famously awful. So you could have uh, Survivor pizza. They serve pizza on Survivor. So at, at the end, when you get oh. voted out, they have you can get anything you want, but they also have pizza there. And they'll have like pizza parties throughout the... Uh-huh. Like, they'll have, like, one throughout the entire show. These people are starving. They want nothing more in the world. And they'll eat the pizza and be like, that's that's okay. That's enough. That's enough. Wow. That has to be some shitty pizza. If you're starving and you're like, no, I'm good. Famously really, really wow. bad. Wow. Do they do that on purpose? No. They're just really bad at making pizza. Where is pizza. the pizza from? It, they make it themselves. Oh, that's why. Yeah. Yeah. And they can't get, like, good ingredients. Just go get some DiGiorno. It's the... And, you can't screw it up. Usually it happens at the very last day 
when people have been starving for the 29, 39 days, depending on which version you're watching. Yeah. They hate it. Yeah. They all hate it. Jeez. Yeah, well, for a Survivor-themed dish, you could just not eat. (laughs) (laughs) How about um, I'll read off a title, and we'll see if we can quickly come up with a punny dish, and we'll do like a lightning round. Oh, man. I'm not good at pun games, but let's go. Me neither. Let's do it. All right. Uh, The Bear. Oh, such a good show. It's about the, chefs, so like anything could do. Uh, jalapeno <laughs> poppers, because they make people scream. The too. pear? The pear. Oh. It's just a plate of pears. Oh, yeah. You know, someone here is much better than the two of us. Yeah. <laughs> These are nominees for Outstanding Comedy Series, by the way. Uh, jury Duty. Oh, that was another good show. I like Jury Duty. Oh, cherry yeah. Duty? You're just changing words. That's what that's what puns are. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's what puns no, is it? <laughs> is that not what puns? I don't know. Also, Jury Duty is almost a remake of one of my favorite early 2000s shows, oh, yeah. The Joe Schmo Show. I remember The Joe Schmo Show. I learned about it from reading. I learned about The Joe Schmo Show from reading the Wikipedia article for Jury Duty. Yeah. yeah. I watched. I rewatched it all the way through recently, and it holds up purely because of the guy. Yeah. Because the show is really trying to be early. Somebody 2000s. local was on Jury Duty, right? Mecky Mecky Lepper. I always get his name wrong. Uh, yeah right yeah he was the the Thomas nerdy guy Thomas that had the girlfriend that he broke up with yes oh, yes 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 he, he, oh, he came from right? yeah. he he was in at temple yeah. or you arts or we were watching the school. show for weeks and then towards the end i was like wait a minute i think he was I at know temple. that guy yeah the last one last curry one. duty <laughs> that's, good. that's right. good that's a good one uh the marvelous mrs Maisel. oh another good show oh man the marvelous mrs basil and then everything <laughs> has basil in it. It's just basil. Yeah, it's just eat basil. A sprig of basil. That's it. Everybody put it in your mouth and shut up. My, mine is the marvelous Mrs. Raisin, but that's not good. It's, we're workshopping. I was There's also no going to replace answers. the word ma- uh, Maisel, but I couldn't come up with a word. The, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel and everybody just gets drunk? Yeah. I was going to say Dazel, and I was like, that's not a word. <laughs> that's a dog I had. <laughs> So before we start moving on to our end of show stuff, is really? Oh yeah, like it's been. I know. Mm-hmm. Thirty-five minutes. Yeah, it's so quick. Feels like it's been exactly thirty-five minutes. Oh man, it's just like going through the year real. You're like it's Monday, then I, it's I Friday, then it's we, April. I hope we touched on enough of the year, the week to come. Oh yeah. Well, okay. is there anything else you want to say? Like, what might you do on your anniversary? Oh man, we're we're kind of. We're really homebodies, yeah. and we're we're so old that we we don't like to move around 75. a lot. Seventy five. We're seventy five, <laughs> both of us. Like a, a nice night out at a nice restaurant we haven't been to is wonderful for us. Like I think you spend so much time with person that you don't need to you don't need to do a lot to show that you love each other, and that just like being together is nice for us. That, that's. I hope, I hope you agree, Dan. If you're listening to it. Um, that oh, is, he's not gonna lose. He's not gonna lose. <laughs> tec- he stopped coming to my shit a long time ago. <laughs> going to a restaurant and having a reservation is textbook anniversary. So I don't think that that sounds. Correct. We don't get like we don't get gifts or flowers yeah, or anything. Okay, yeah. Like we used to, but I mean it's been twenty three years. What I don't even know what anniversary this is. Copper. It's the, the twenty three and Me sponsored anniversary. We're all each going to get our <laughs> DNA done. <laughs> oh, we're related. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, oh, I don't well. know. What is the 23rd anniversary? Do I have time to Google it really quick? Dang. Well, you do that and, and I'll transition us okay, great. forward. So, um, well, the next thing is to thank the guests. But I'll, I'll remind people about the Southern Hemisphere first, which is just to say that we're talking about how cold it is here, but we, we know there's 
Africa and South America and other stuff in the Southern Hemisphere where the seasons are reversed. Yes. So please enjoy the podcast in those places. And yes, don't wear a coat. <laughs> um, but Ralph, thank. Oh, well, did you find the? Yes, thing? I was actually right. Uh, oh, twenty uh, second year is copper. Twenty third year is a silver plate. It's not silver. It's it's specifically a silver. Uh, a specific because twenty fifth year is silver. Yeah. So I. Oh, know. like silver plating? I guess. I think it's like you just... I think it's... Or and give them a an silver imperial plate. topaz, because that's the 23rd wedding anniversary. Or not wedded. Is tw- the 23rd al- anniversary also the divorce anniversary, where you leave someone who <laughs> gave you a seven. plate? <laughs> <laughs> this is all you're getting me. I thought that was seven. The seven-year itch. Like, once you've been with somebody oh, gotcha. for seven years, things kind of get wobbly. Is that what that mm-hmm. refers to? Oh, yeah. I thought it was a much different thing. Oh, what did you think it was? Like a venereal disease. That takes seven years to develop? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. So remind us about your podcasts and where people should look out to find you in the Absolutely. future. Yes, thank you. Uh, my podcast is called Cookbook Obscura, mm-hmm. and I host it along with two other brilliant comedians, Aubrey Williams and Shannon DeVito. And we pick uh, one cookbook a season. It was our first season, and we did the Nancy Drew cookbook. Mysterious. There were some bangers in there, let me tell you. <laughs> no. It's all terrible food and we invited people on uh to actually make the recipe with us and then we eat it live on the show first time and like reactions are real it's nice like people love food in general to like connect and talk about stuff it's a very communal thing so it's nice to do a food podcast to to eat and like talk and chit chat and stuff it's a really nice feeling and i think we don't know what we're going to do for next season but we have some really good contenders and you can hear the show our first season just wrapped so there's 10 episodes out now and you can hear it anywhere you get your podcast apple spotify anything just generally online just look google cookbook obscure cool. you'll find us sure should people follow Pornstash or anything yes, else? Yes, please. Also, uh, follow Pornstash on um, Facebook. I think we're also on Instagram. Uh, we do have shows uh, every so often. We used to do it more regularly, but every so often in the Philly area. Uh, but we'll let everybody know when our next show is coming up. It's a really good time. It's a 90-minute show. It's all about... Uh, sex education and entertainment and answering questions and creating a safe space for people to talk about sex where we're not making fun of sex or kink or people. It's yeah. just like asking questions and sharing stories and coming together. And like, I've never done the show and we've been doing the show for seven years. I think we've never done a show where I haven't had somebody come up afterwards and say, thank you. I learned something. It's an experience that everybody should have once just yeah. like sex, oh, yeah. just like sex. <laughs> Um, <laughs> just once so one and done is what we say <laughs> <laughs> thank you again to Salbona Creativity Project for hosting us here people should check it out and see everything they're up to we're going to leave you all as always with the takeaway which is something for our listeners to take uh, for their week the topic I've written down is a punny TV award show snack but we already did that so I'm going to draw one at random oh okay Ooh, there's a whole box of index cards <laughs> a fish dish for the week <laughs> A fish dish for the week, for this, the 14th through the 20th. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. boy. Keep in mind, Martin Luther King Day is uh, on the 15th. Great. Oh, how did I miss that? Yeah. Oh, By the way. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, I didn't write it down. That's how I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> it is right in front of you. <laughs> uh, uh, a fish dish for the week of the 14th through the 20th. This is, this is a tough one. I'm going to go with a fried fish sandwich. Ooh, good one. How about you, we? Yeah, can you do a fish called Wanda? Watch the sh- watch the movie and like eat the fish of your choice and just yeah. call it Wanda while you're eating it. I yeah. love Kevin Klein. Oh, that's great.
of fish sticks. Fish sticks. So there you have it, folks. There is your takeaway. We will see you next week. Thank you for tuning in. Bye, everybody. Bye. Talking 2024 was recorded at Sawabona Creativity Project in South Philadelphia. For more information about their programs, go to sawabonacreativityproject.org. This episode was recorded on November 24th, 2023, and therefore should not be considered a trusted news source. Music for this episode was written and performed by Sarah Clemency. You can find more information about our guests in the show notes and via our Instagram at Talkin2024. For any questions about the podcast, you can email Talkin2024 at gmail.com. If you'd like to follow along with the podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Have a great week. How can you live a year in just three days? How can you live a year in 36 hours? Turn in the calendar, but you're staying in the same chair, living.